0: You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone, this is Connie and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today and being here with me. I absolutely love getting to connect with you on this podcast, and I so appreciate your ongoing support and for being a part of what I am creating here. In today's episode, I'm going to be diving into one of my favorite practices and rituals, and that is my morning routine. I want to share more with you about why I believe having a morning practice is so supportive. And I'm going to walk you step by step through my current morning practice, which I call my morning alignment ritual. And it focuses on helping me bring my energy, my mindset, my feelings and my thoughts into a really clear, empowered, calm and high vibing space before my day begins. So I'm going to walk you through that and share a lot more about morning rituals and how to create your own little morning routine. And I hope this will be really supportive for you. I put a poll out on Instagram actually before recording this episode and over 750 of you replied saying, yes, you want to hear a podcast on this topic. So I hope it's something that's really going to help you. But before I dive into all things morning routines, I just want to share a few little updates on what is unfolding in my world and in my personal processes at the moment and what I'm sensing in the collective energy that we are really working through at this point of the year. In my last solo episode, which I believe was episode 81, I spoke a lot about transition energy and how I feel like in the first half of this year, we've really been transitioning from the old and into the new. There has been this real energy of shedding and releasing and unraveling the old. And I personally have felt really introspective, really introverted, and just not overly expressive, not really wanting to share and express what I'm thinking and feeling and working through. And I've heard several people use the word cocoon. They feel very in the cocoon and cocoon like um, quite internal, but at the same time with a lot going on deep within and behind the scenes. You know, there's a lot that we're working through in ourselves and a lot of new stuff is brewing within us. I wonder if that's how you're feeling at the moment, because it's how I'm feeling and what I've been hearing from others. And, you know, when we were in March and April of this year, we were kind of like in this weird void feeling (laughs) and this feeling of kind of nothingness of the in-between where we were one foot in the old and one foot in the new, but not really having much clarity around exactly where we were going and even perhaps what we wanted. But I sense as we're coming into the second half of the year, we're going to find ourselves beginning to feel less like one foot in the old and one foot in the new and more like two feet in the new, more like we're really stepping into our new reality now. And so as we approach this midpoint of the year, I think it's a really powerful time to just take stock and assess of where we're at and how we're feeling it can be a really nice point to pause, to reflect over the past six months and then decide within ourselves, do we need to shift or change anything? Do we want to pivot our approach or our actions or our decisions or even our goals to go in a different direction? It's a point where we can stop and say, where do I want to be at the end of the year? And what do I need to start doing now in order to get me there? And it's interesting, I personally feel that the first half of the year, the first six months has really been our preparation for the second half of the year. It's like we've planted all of our little seeds and we've been doing our inner work to clear out the old and prepare our soil for these new little blooms that we want to grow in our lives. And I sense that in the second half of the year, many of them will begin to blossom and materialize into manifestations. It's funny, actually, in 2017, I experienced a very similar thing and I wonder if you did as well. I spent the first half of the year doing all of this inner work and really wondering if change was ever going to happen. But I did notice in the second half of the year, that's when everything materialized and manifested that I had been working on in the first half of the year. So I think we're going to experience something very similar in 2018. And if you really harness this midpoint of the year quite powerfully, you could definitely find yourself in a totally new reality by the end of the year altogether. For me personally, at the moment, I'm wrapping up with a lot of my one-on-one clients who I began working with at the start of this year and the end of last year, and I'm letting there be space around that, and I'm really beginning to explore and find clarity on The different ways that I want to do my work in the world, the different ways that I want to connect with you as my community and support you outside of just my one-on-one work. And there's been so much going on behind the scenes. I have so many beautiful and exciting new creations and ideas bubbling within me. I've got like 10 different projects I'm working on at the moment. And I really feel that over the next six months, you're going to start to see a lot of new stuff flowing through from my work, which I'm really excited about. I am also excited because today I get to share something new with you. Something that I have been working on behind the scenes since the beginning of the year and I'm finally ready to bring it to you. I have a new program and a new way to work with me in the second half of this year and it is called the Dream Creator Mastermind. This is an intimate five-month group mentoring and masterclass program and I designed it to support and empower you to take a big dream or desire that you hold within your heart and make it a reality. This is for those of you who have felt your heart calling at you for some time. You feel your inner voice whispering to you, asking you to make a change, to step onto a new path and finally begin doing what you truly love. Maybe you have all these ideas swirling around in your mind around things you wanna experience, create and share. Maybe you have parts of yourself that you're hiding away, whether it be your creative gifts, things you're passionate about, aspects of your authentic self. Maybe you have a desire to help others through health and nutrition, yoga, coaching, writing or teaching, and maybe you've been on a journey of doing the inner work. And now you feel really called to share your wisdom and gifts with others and support them on a similar journey. You may not be 100% clear as yet what this path ahead will look like for you, but I have no doubt that you can feel it. You can feel the inner calling and the knowing that perhaps where you are right now in your life or on your career is no longer truly right for you. It no longer feels authentic and you're ready to step onto a different path that feels aligned with who you really are. So I created this program to mentor you and guide you through the whole process. You'll receive masterclasses, group coaching calls with me, mentoring from me. We'll have a supportive community, accountability challenges, so many resources. And I'm going to share everything with you that I know from walking this path myself. I walked this journey around eight years ago after being on a path of self-discovery through all of my twenties. And as I began to uncover who I truly was, I discovered the gifts and the talents that I was here to share with the world. As I began listening to my heart and not my head, I was guided on the path of doing what I truly loved. And this completely changed my life. I stopped being who I thought I had to be, and I began being who I was truly here to be. And then I designed a life around me that reflected that. I went on to create a blog, to begin sharing my messages, do my life coach training, and I have now spent the past six years working for myself. So this is an intimate program limited to 10 people because I want to be able to give you as much personalized support as possible. I'm going to be guiding you through the journey of coming into connection with your heart and really awakening that energy so that you can hear what your heart is calling you towards, uncover your passions and your gifts and what you're here to contribute to the world. And then we'll start getting you taking powerful steps forward and really materializing this vision. And ultimately, if it feels right for you, making a transition of fully stepping into it. So if you would love to find out more about this program, please head on over to ConnieChapman.com slash mastermind. That is where you can get the full details of the program, find out what's included, what we cover in the masterclasses. And you can also submit an application form because I really want to make sure that whoever joins this program is the right fit for what we're going to be doing together. We want to have a really supportive and aligned community here. So submit the application form if it interests you, and then you can jump on a discovery call with me and we can find out if this is the right fit for you. I'm so excited to share this with you because walking this path in my own life has been one of the most transformational and fulfilling things I've ever done. And so I'm excited to get to support a beautiful group of you through this journey as well. All right. So now let's move on to diving into the topic for today's episode, which is my morning alignment ritual and the creation of your own morning practice. I'm going to share with you why I initially created my own personal morning routine around 10 years ago, and why I believe morning routines are so powerful and some of their key benefits. And I'm going to walk you through this current morning alignment ritual that I'm doing that is really helping me clear my mind in the morning and raise my vibration and align with my highest self. So if you follow me on Instagram, particularly if you watch my stories, you've most likely seen a lot of snippets of my morning routine over the years. And you would have come to discover that it's a pretty core part of my daily practice and my self-care routine. And it is a practice that tends to change and evolve constantly based on what I feel I want and need But it does always tend to contain the same kind of key components most of the time. And as I said, I've been practicing this for around 10 years now and implementing a morning routine was an absolute game changer for me, particularly in helping me learn how to love and support myself and build a really strong relationship with myself but also in helping me activate more of my power and feel like I was in charge of my life and my days and really consciously create what I wanted in my life. So this practice began for me when I was working in a full-time day job. And at that stage, I was really focusing on maximizing the time that I had outside of my day job to put more of my energy and focus into what I loved and to what made me feel good. Because at that stage, I wasn't living my passion and doing what I loved. I was in a job that... I honestly didn't enjoy and really didn't want to be in. But at that stage, I couldn't change my job. I had financial commitments and I didn't know what else I would do beside it. So I had to make peace with the fact that that was where I was. And there was a set number of hours each day that I had to be there uh, and do things that I particularly didn't really want to do. However, what I did have control over, obviously, was my time outside of work, both before I went to work each day and in the evenings when I got home. And I also had control over who I was being while I was there. So I couldn't control what I had to do and who I had to spend time with and my work tasks, but I was in charge of how I was feeling, who I was being, and how I was showing up in that environment. And what I found was that my morning routine really helped me get back in charge of my mindset and my emotional state. And it supported me to show up in my workplace in such a calmer and more conscious way. And it in turn made my days so much more enjoyable and flowing. So at that stage, I was already spending my evenings really getting immersed in what I loved. I was obviously super interested in spirituality and self-development and all of this positivity stuff. So I would read all the books. I was going to a lot of events and workshops in the evenings. I had a little evening meditation practice and I would be practicing yoga as well. I was journaling, watching YouTube clips. You know, you guys know the drill. If you're into this work, you just want to immerse yourself in it wherever you can. But what I was yet to tackle was my mornings. And at that stage, because I didn't really love my job, I would sort of sleep in for as long as I could and then just tend to rush around in the morning getting ready for work and then I just head out the door. So at one point I decided to start using my morning time in a better way. And I started waking up at that stage around an hour earlier at about 6 a.m. And now I've eventually expanded that to be waking up two hours earlier than I normally would at 5 a.m. And 5 a.m. is actually the time that I pretty much wake up every single day. And I know some people might think that's impossible, but you definitely can train your body into doing this. And I now wake up at 5 a.m. without an alarm because my body is quite literally just in the habit of it. Now, I just want to mention here that a lot of people often say to me, but Connie, I'm not a morning person. I'm so tired in the mornings. I find it so hard to get up. How will I ever do this morning routine? And so I just want to mention a couple of things here for you on that point. You need to remember and believe and know that your body is so adaptable. It is 100% possible to build new habits, new patterns of behavior, and to train your body into acting in a certain way and having different rhythms and cycles. So, a couple of things that really helped me at the beginning. Well, one, I set my alarm at the same time every single day so that my body would obviously be waking up at that time. Now, I wasn't able to get out of bed every time at that day. Sometimes I would snooze. Sometimes I wouldn't get up at all. But actually just having that alarm go off at the same time every day meant that my body was waking up at that time every single day. And that began to train my body into the habit of being able to wake up and eventually being able to get out of bed at that time. The second thing I want to mention is that whatever happens in the evening before you're trying to get up in the morning is key to you being able to get up. So going to bed earlier is obvious if you want to wake up early, it really is the most important thing. And if you struggle to get to bed earlier, implementing a really nice nighttime ritual can actually help your body start to wind down at an earlier time. Be mindful of having bright lights on at night. Be mindful of too much stimulation, whether it's TV or noise around you or the screen of your phone. Really start to reduce and eliminate all of that stimulation as early as possible I only have lamps or candles on late at night. I have a little nighttime ritual of getting into bed quite early and reading or even just doing a little bit of meditation. So you can start to do these things at night that trigger your body to wind down and relax. You can use different apps or meditations to help you sleep. There's a lot that you can do at night. And I may even dedicate a whole podcast actually to creating a nighttime ritual. The third thing that has been an absolute game changer for me in helping me get up early in the morning is looking at what I have for dinner the night before in the evenings where I eat dinner late, which late for me is like seven or 8 p.m. Or if I have a really heavy dinner, it is pretty much impossible for me to get up at 5 a.m. It's just not going to happen. I will feel groggy and heavy and tired and need to sleep. The thing that has helped me get up early is really looking at having an early dinner. And honestly, for me, I sometimes don't eat past 6 p.m. I try to have dinner before 6 and having a really light dinner. Usually in the evenings, I will only eat vegetables. I don't have a huge amount of protein or carbs. I have that earlier in the day. So if dinner is just vegetables or a salad or a soup and I eat it by like 6 p.m., then it's really easy for me to get up in the morning. I wake up feeling light and clear headed and energized because my body hasn't spent the whole evening digesting. It's spent the whole night recharging and regenerating. And so I wake up feeling really good. So if you are struggling to get up in the morning, I encourage you to experiment with changing your dinner, eating early, eating a light dinner and seeing if that helps you. So at this point, as I began to train my body to get used to waking up earlier, it started to become a habit for me and I began to use my mornings before work to do my inner work. And back then, the morning routine was super simple. I would just sit and meditate for about five minutes initially. And at that stage, I was using a timer to help me meditate. I found it really, really hard to sit still. So I would set a timer for five minutes and I would set the timer because otherwise my mind would be chattering the whole time of how long will we be meditating for? We have to get to work. I don't want to be late. And so having the timer meant that I would not go over time and I could relax and just say, don't worry, the timer will go off in five minutes. We can just savor this time right now. There's nowhere else to be. So that's how I began training myself to meditate at that point. Then I would set some really small, simple intentions for the day ahead. It was usually around how I wanted to feel and how I wanted to see myself moving through my day and handling any of the challenges or things that came up through my workday. I might spend a little bit of time journaling about how I was feeling. And then I would read some pages of like a book that would just get my mindset in a great place. At that stage, it was usually Eckhart Tolle or Abraham Hicks were like my favorites. So it was a pretty small, simple morning routine. It wasn't overly complicated, but it worked really, really well for me. It left me feeling really proud of myself when I went to work, knowing that I had dedicated time already to myself and to things that mattered to me. And it got me back in charge of my mindset. So I was consciously creating how I wanted the day to unfold versus just reacting to what came to me. Since then, my morning routine has evolved a lot, and I'm not going to go into every variation of it because we will be here forever. But generally, in the summer months, I actually swap my standard morning routine for exercise. I love exercising in the mornings in summer. If you watch my stories over the recent Australian summer, you would have seen me up before the sun rose, and I was down at the beach most mornings doing a soft sand run and then swimming in the ocean as the sun came up. And I... Freaking loved it. But in the cooler months now, as we're coming into winter in Australia, my morning routine is much more internal. So before I get into my personal practice, I just want to give you a couple of guidelines around creating your own morning practice. I think first of all, really keep in mind, it's important to design it around how you want to feel. There's no point just copying or replicating someone else's routine if it doesn't make you feel good. And when you decide how you want to feel, it will help you know what you're going to need from your morning practice. So in summer, my morning practice was really about getting me energized for the day ahead. I often felt really high vibe, really inspired, really energized after that morning practice. And that's what the summer energy was about for me. In winter, my morning practice, the intention of it and the feelings of it is very much about feeling grounded and calm and self-connected. And so I design a morning practice around that. Please know there's no one size fits all and there's no right or wrong. This really is about listening to what feels good to you and honoring your own body and your own needs It's okay if your morning routine changes day by day. You know, as women, particularly, we are very cyclical, and I encourage you designing your morning routine around your menstrual cycle, even around the moon cycles, because your energy and your needs are gonna change constantly with that. It's okay if you skip a day. Please don't feel like you have to do this rigidly every single day. There might be some times you need to sleep in. Sometimes there are days for me where I'm like, I'm not getting up at five. I need sleep. And that's the most self-loving thing to do on that day. So this really is about being in tune with yourself. And, you know, some mornings, some days I have a really early start. I might have early coaching sessions or if I exercise in the morning, I might move this little tune in practice to be in the evenings. Instead, you can actually use it as an evening wind down ritual rather than a morning routine if that will work better for you. And also know as well, I am aware there'll be people listening to this who have families, who have children, who have a lot more commitments in their life than I do. Um, I am quite lucky that I have a lot of freedom in my day. So please just tailor this to your own situation. Don't be hard on yourself if literally because of the circumstances of your life, what I'm sharing is just not possible for you. It's totally fine. But again, just take from this uh, what works for you and design a practice that feels good. Good to you. So, a couple of reasons around why I think morning routines are just so supportive and powerful, and some of their key benefits is particularly because it prevents you living life on autopilot. You know, we all know that feeling of being in reactive mode where life just happens to us and we don't feel in charge and we feel like we're just responding constantly to what's coming our way and what other people want and need. But a morning routine puts you back in charge. You have an opportunity. In the morning to be conscious and deliberate around what's important to you, who you want to be, how you want to handle things. Maybe you already can anticipate what the day is going to bring and you can spend some time in the morning preparing for that and thinking about how you want to show up in relationship to it rather than just handling it when it appears in the moment. Morning time is a beautiful space and time for you to connect with yourself and really tune back into you before life becomes about everyone and everything else. We all know that life is very externally focused. We're always being pulled outwards, aren't we, to handle situations in the world. But that can cause us to neglect our inner self and our inner world. And unless we're really consciously creating this time to nurture our inner world, to connect with our inner self, to listen to our inner voice, to our heart, to our desires, to our feelings, to our needs, we can't ever support that part of ourselves. We can't be supporting our inner world if we're not in tune with it. So this morning time is a beautiful place just to check in with yourself, see how you're feeling today, see what's going on for you, what you're going to need, what self-care and self-love is going to look like for you that day. It's a really beautiful check-in time. It's a place to receive guidance. It's a place to bring your problems to your inner guide or your highest self and ask for support and use journaling perhaps to get some guidance around something that's challenging you. And it's a really powerful time to harness the power of your mind yeah because our mind is such an incredible tool and if we are not using it consciously and wisely and being aware of what's going on in there and then programming it to think in a way that empowers us and allows us to experience success then we're really not maximizing this incredible tool that we have and it can become our worst enemy rather than becoming our greatest ally So now let's get in to my favorite morning alignment ritual that I'm using at the moment. I began practicing this little ritual a few months ago, actually, at a time where I found myself waking up feeling really out of alignment. It was in this kind of March, April period where everything was so murky and I was waking up feeling flat and heavy and anxious and worried. And my mind was kind of in a negative space and I was just a bit uninspired and unexcited about my days and this can easily get you into a downward spiral and I was getting into a downward spiral and so I decided to get really conscious and deliberate again around my morning practice so I could use it to really shift my energy into a higher vibe so I've always been doing some variation of this routine but at this point a few months ago what I actually did was I wrote it out as a series of steps and I saved it in the notes section of my phone. So every morning I would return to my phone and I would work through it step by step. And as much as I never encourage anyone to be too rigid in the mornings, there was something about the structure that really supported me. And look, this may not be for everyone. It may not be really helpful for you to have a step by step process. But for me, it gave that morning time a greater sense of purpose and intention Rather than just waking up and being like, what do I feel like doing and ending up just drinking coffee and scrolling Instagram, (laughs) I now actually have a process to follow and it has helped me so much. All right. So we are going to dive into this now and I'm going to walk you through it step by step exactly what I do. Please know that you can modify this. You can take out bits and pieces. You can shorten it based on how much time you have. But I just want to give you the overview of my full process. All right, first things first, I wake up at 5 a.m. and I wake up to a song that's really calming and beautiful. I actually really encourage you to get conscious about what your alarm is. Some of the alarms out there are so stressful and they just grate at your nervous system the minute that you wake up. But I actually have a beautiful piano track called Data by Solon, it's on my Slow Down and Tune In playlist. And that's my alarm in the mornings. And although it's a slow and soft song, it does wake me up and it's such a beautiful way to wake up in the morning. It's like one of my favorite songs. Then at this point, I do a little check in. So as I'm laying in bed, I just take a moment just to check in with what state I've woken up in, because I find sometimes even if I go to bed feeling so good, I can still wake up feeling funky feeling anxious, feeling worried with my mind full of noise. So I take a little moment as I'm laying in bed just to check in with how I'm feeling as I've woken up. Am I feeling good, light, energized, happy, positive? Or is there some funkiness present for me? Am I tired or am I worried about something? So I just check in at that point and that will give me an idea what I'm going to need from my morning routine. Because I'm going to design that morning routine or whatever I'm focusing on will be around helping me to shift whatever is present for me that day. So as I wake up, I turn on my little Himalayan salt lamp that is next to my bed and that has this beautiful ready pink glow that's very calming. And I also turn on my diffuser, which has a light on it as well. So I get some beautiful essential oils going as soon as I wake up and I keep the lighting really dim because I want to stay quite internal at this point. So I suggest don't go turning on bright lights and having loud noises first thing. Keep it very quiet and soothing if you can. And as I'm just noticing how I'm feeling, I at some points as well begin by putting in um, my earphones in my ears and I start listening to music at that point. So if I'm feeling good, I may not need anything in my ears early, but if I'm feeling funky, I like to put something in to start to break up that energy that's there. So at this point, I might start playing my Slow Down and Tune In playlist, and I'm going to link to that. So don't worry if you haven't come across it yet. It's just a free playlist on Spotify. I will start putting in that and I put it right in my ears, you know, with my, my headphones. So the music's going right in there and it begins to drown out and break up any of the negative energy or thinking that I may have woken up with. You can also use an audiobook, a podcast, or some audios that you love to listen to. I often listen to Abraham Hicks also first thing in the morning. I then go into the kitchen and I begin making myself a little drink. I make a hot water with apple cider vinegar or lemon. And I make a little drink, which some mornings is tea, some mornings is hot cacao, and other mornings is coffee. I will be transparent. I do drink coffee early in the morning if I feel I want it and need it. I very much just let myself have whatever I want at this stage. At this point, I then go into my living room and I sit down on a cushion. I get a little blanket and I start to set up my space for my morning practice. And I think having a space is really, really supportive. I used to do my morning practice in bed. There's nothing wrong with that if it feels good to you. But now that I live on my own, I've got this beautiful little space that I sit in my living room at my coffee table. And on my coffee table, it has all the things that I want and need for my morning practice. So you could keep it all in a little box if you wanted to, or you can just keep it in maybe the corner of your bedroom or an area of your home. It's nice to have those little anchors of perhaps a candle. I like to have Palo Santo or sage to clear a bit of the energy. I have a deck of Oracle cards. I might have my lavender essential oil. I obviously have my little cup of tea or coffee that I've brought with me. I have my journal and I have my phone with my slow down and tune in playlist. And that's everything that I need to get really into my morning practice. So Create a little toolkit of things that you can use every day, or a little space that you can go to that will begin to support you to go deeper into yourself in this morning routine. So then I sit down, I have all my little things around me, I have my playlist in my ears. If I haven't already put the playlist in, I will put it in my ears and I will be listening to that through the whole morning practice. And the reason I do that is when I don't have the music in my ears, my mind wanders. I get distracted. I end up on Instagram. So I need to have something that is keeping me in this calming space and is keeping my mind entertained and focusing on the music really helps me personally. So I sit down on my cushion and I begin to drop into this space. I begin to close my eyes and tune into my body. And you just start with taking a few deep breaths into your body just to become really present to your physical body and to how you're feeling at the moment. And I'm using my breath to go quite deep. I breathe deep into the belly. I breathe up into my chest. And what you might start to do is just notice if there's anywhere in your body that is feeling tense or tight or it has a sensation maybe some nervousness or tension or fluttering and just identify what's going on in your body at the moment just scan through in any place that you notice something just breathe into it just expand your breath into it and I spent a couple of minutes doing that just really breathing into my body and feeling through my body At this point, then I bring my awareness to my spine and I sit up straight. I feel myself stretching up my spine, aligning my spine, dropping my shoulders back, breathing deeper into my chest. And I imagine this beautiful light flowing all through my spine. This light extends down through the bottom of my spine, right down into the earth. And I feel this beautiful light pulling down through my spine and anchoring me into the earth. And then I feel the light flowing up my spine, up above my head and into the sky. And I imagine this beautiful pull of energy both pulling me down, grounding me into the earth and pulling me up into the sky and lifting my neck and my head higher up. And I sit there for a few minutes just breathing into my spine, moving and wiggling a little just to get it aligned and feeling strong and clear. And I breathe into that. At this point, the music is still playing and I just let that flow as I'm breathing. And at this point, I ask myself the question. I sit with myself and I ask the question, what is present for me today? And you might just do a little observation here. And this is what I do. I just observe my inner world with no judgment, no resistance, no need to change it, no analysis. As I breathe into that question, what is present for me today? I might say... There is tension present today in my jaw. I can feel it on the left side of my jaw and the left side of my shoulder. There is some lightness present today in my heart. My heart feels open and expansive. There is some anxiety present in my belly. There is some future tripping present in my mind. There is worry, some thoughts present in my mind today. Worry is present about my business, about my future, about money, about another situation. And there is some heaviness present in my mind. And I'm literally just talking out loud. And even you can just say it in your mind's eye, just identify and notice what is present for you. No judgment, no analysis, just a little observation of your inner world. If any of those sensations are really strong, I will put my hand over the part of my body where I feel it. And I might take five deep breaths into it, or I may even sit with it for a while. If something really big is there, if sadness is present, I might even cry through it for a while. But whatever is there, just observe it, notice it, breathe into it, be present to it for a little bit and allow it to exist with you in this moment. At that point, I then ask myself, how would I like to feel today? How am I wanting to feel today? How would I like today to feel? And very often the word that comes to me is calm. Calm is very often my guiding word. And so I'll hold that intention. I'll say, I want to feel calm. I want to feel grounded today. I want today to feel flowing and light and easy. I want to feel calm as I'm moving through my day. I want to feel calm as I'm responding to what is coming to me. I want my thoughts to feel light and soft and gentle and supportive. And again, you don't have to say this out loud, you can just say it in your mind, but just choose a couple of words that feel like your intentions for the day and maybe just repeat those words and breathe into them and breathe into the qualities of them and really put that intention out of how your day will flow and unfold with those feelings as your guiding word. I then ask myself, how can I support myself with that? How can I support myself to feel that way today? And so, as I breathe into that, I might say, Well, I can be mindful of my thoughts today. I can be mindful of letting myself not go down those thoughts of worry and anxiety, but keep bringing my mind to the present. I can support myself to feel calm by moving slowly through life today, just being gentle, not rushing or forcing things, but just being slow and gentle. I can support myself to feel calm by being aware of my breath and just using my breath as my anchor when I feel overwhelmed. I can support myself to feel calm today by not putting too much on my plate. Maybe I'm just going to focus on getting three key tasks done today rather than all the things I think I need to do. I can support myself to feel calm today by, where possible, choosing herbal tea over coffee or a stimulant. That will help me feel calm today. And so I breathe into that and I just become aware of some things that I can practice that will help me feel that feeling. Now at this point, this might be enough for you and you might wrap up your practice here and that can be such a supportive starting point to use as a morning practice. But I like to take it deeper and then I then start to breathe into my heart space and think about some things that are going really well in my life to express some gratitude and appreciation for what I'm feeling good about. Because so often we're spending our days focusing on what isn't working, what isn't feeling good, what we're not happy about criticizing ourselves, judging ourselves, worrying and complaining. So if you can use your morning time to just sit and see what can I think of? What can I find that are some really positive aspects, some really good things happening in my world at the moment, some things I feel happy about, excited about, proud of myself for. What do I feel grateful for? What do I appreciate in this moment in my life, in myself, in my world? And just replay some of those over and over in your mind, just reflecting over the past week, over today, over your life in general, and what is feeling really good. You want to give energy to what you want to create. And as I start to activate some good feelings inside of me, I then ask myself, what am I wanting to create more of in my life? What am I wanting to manifest, experience? What are my intentions at the moment around what I want more of? And I might just play this as well through the screen of my mind I would really love more connection I want more fun in my life I want more joy I want greater abundance I'm really desiring more self-care and to be more in tune with my own body I'm desiring greater expansion in my work and to move forward in a new direction I'm wanting to go deeper in my relationships that's really something I want at the moment I want more love I want more intimacy I want more connection And as I'm saying this, I'm not saying it from a place of feeling the lack or the need of it. It's coming from a place of joy, of placing my focus on what I want in my life and holding that intention and desire and focusing on that. And then I just spend a few moments visualizing that, maybe picking out one of those desires and just imagining it being in my reality, imagining myself experiencing it. You can spend a big chunk of time here if there's something you really want to manifest, put some real conscious attention and energy into the visualization of having that. And usually at this point, I find I'm starting to feel pretty good. I'm starting to feel like my energy has expanded and elevated. My mind feels calmer. I feel in tune with who I want to be and what I want to create. My mind has shifted off what I'm not wanting, what's not feeling good, what's not working. And it's now in tune with my desires, with who I want to be and what I want to create. At this point, I might like to open up my eyes and shuffle my oracle deck and just pick one or three oracle cards for some guidance. That's totally up to you. I might like to pull out my journal and just jot down some of the things that I've experienced or had insights around in that morning routine. And then I usually wrap up by placing my hands on my heart and taking some deep breaths into my heart energy and just simply saying to myself, I love you. And just speaking those beautiful words to myself while holding my hands over my heart and sending some love to myself for who I am and for creating this time for myself in the morning. If you find that there's other things that you want to say to yourself, other things you need to hear, other things that your heart or inner guidance are saying to you in this moment, you can repeat them in your mind as well, almost as affirmations But at this point, I then take a deep breath and I open up my eyes and I check in with how I'm feeling. And more often than not, I am feeling like a completely different woman to who I was when I stepped into that morning practice, because I have consciously taken charge of where my mind is going, of how I'm feeling. I have listened to myself and what I've needed. I have refocused my mind and energy on who I want to be and what I want to create And I have carved out some pretty sacred and special time for myself before my day begins. So that at the moment is my ritual. That at the moment is my practice. And it's been really helping me break out of the funky stagnant energy that I was feeling um, in the past few months of this year. So I really recommend that you take that on board if it feels good to you. Modify it in any way that you want. Write it out as a step-by-step process so that you can refer to it as you need. And I really look forward to hearing your experiences of that. I, I hope it's a very supportive practice for you. So, my loves, that is my morning ritual, and that is my overview of how to create a morning routine. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I really, really look forward to hearing your feedback and your experiences of it. If you want to share with me your morning routine and, and what you've got from this episode, you can shoot me an email at Connie at com or share on Instagram. Make sure you tag me and share yourself listening to this episode or something that you have implemented from this episode because. I absolutely love seeing that. You can connect with me on Instagram at Connie Chapman. And on a final note, if you want to be a part of the Dream Creator Mastermind applications are now open, please head to ConnieChapman.com slash mastermind. Have a read through. If you have any questions, please get in touch with me. But if your heart is pulling you into this journey with me, then submit an application and then you and I can jump on a discovery call and talk more about whether this program is the right fit for you. I want to support you to listen to your heart, to express who you really are in the world and bring yourself into a very different place by the end of this year where you can really start living a life that feels deeply aligned with who you truly are and with what you are passionate about. If you love this episode and if you love Awaken Radio, you can share this episode with your friends. Please spread the message. Subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. Leave the show a rating if you want to share your feedback with me. And I'm so grateful for you being a part of what I'm creating with this beautiful podcast. Thank you again for being tuned in to this week's episode of Awaken Radio. I've absolutely loved sharing this conversation with you and I look forward to talking to you again next time.